Coming up on today's Compassion Radio. I choose to feel in my gut the distress of lost humanity until it moves me to action. It's from this place that the church becomes the hope of the world. It's from this prayer where ministries are born, where missionaries are called, pastors are raised up, people who serve in the church, people who serve in community. When you pray this prayer, Christ says, I got it. It's deep. Sandy, we're back for one more day on this special series we've been doing and reminding ourselves from the scripture how we as a kingdom people ought to be responding to things that seem so big in our eyes because of part of the world's system. You know, our elections, our political system is a system. Mm-hmm. It's not something that is holy. It's just a system that is invented by man. Our particular country, we really do believe, is uniquely blessed because there's been so many good things that have come out of the history of the United States, and we celebrate that. And yet there's this tug of war. Right. We know that we've been guilty of great evils along the way. There hasn't been equitable justice for all mm. for the history of our United States. We're just grappling with that again in this generation, yeah. that we are a project in process. We are not a perfect union, but we're working on making ourselves a more perfect union. Mm-hmm. That's a long thing. You know, we have to take a long view of America, that this country will be better for our kids than we inherited it. We struggle with that every generation, right? Yeah. And yet the kingdom that we're part of does not struggle with its identity. It struggles with the application of the identity that God's given us as his children. Mm. We are kind of torn at times when we feel the tug of power or the temptations of power in this world. We forget about the incredible and eternal power that's already in the kingdom and in us because of Jesus. My ambition for this week has been to remind us of that eternal truth so it can help lift us a bit because right. some people are really mourning that they didn't get what they wanted in this election. Mm. And some are gloating that they got exactly yeah. what they wanted. Neither end is good for the soul. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to be arrogant and gloat. We don't want to be in despair over things that are not eternal. We want to be anchored on the things that are. Right. I think Gary's message this week has been a great reminder, not just for the reasons you're talking about in our country, but even interpersonally for me. I've been reminded that I have so much privilege in my life, and I've been honored and I don't want to say blessed because I don't want people to feel like if you don't have excess, then you're not blessed. But I feel so many times like God has honored me with the provision and placement of my life for a purpose. And this message has reminded me of that. It is the purpose of compassion. You and I have been involved with Compassion Radio for a few years now. Even before you were in the main chair, we were very involved with this ministry. And I think it's good for us personally and those who have been along with us through the broadcast to be reminded of what that means to be compassionate. This message that Gary has brought us really hit home with me. And the Gary we're talking about is the lead pastor at Legacy Church in Liberty Lake, Washington. Our guest this week, as we've kind of dissected his sermon on dangerous prayers, Mm -hmm. this particular one being... God, break my heart for the things that break yours. And you can't escape the gut punch of this Greek word splenitsomai, which means to get hit in the spleen. (laughs) Like, at the very center of you, you feel it. Mm -hmm, Deeply. And sometimes we feel like we've been bowled over by a, a new truth that's been hard to come to grips with. 
And sometimes our inability previously or our selfishness that we've been living in is revealed. Mm -hmm. We see it for what it is as being less than what God intended all along. He wanted us to be full of his splendid semi and feel the things he feels. He wanted us to be full of his mourning Mm. for the losses and for the lost. And he also wants us to be full of joy that's abounding and spills over into action. Mm -hmm. We don't really change the world or put ourselves on the line out of fear or out of shame. I think the gospel is really clear that the only thing that will motivate us all the way to the cross and beyond it is love. Right. That's the paradox of the Christian life. We're called to a kind of abjection, an emptying of ourselves, a revelation of the sinful man that's within us in such a way that God pours himself into that dirty, crusty shell and transforms it from the inside out. Mm -hmm. We don't put on fine clothes and try to pretend to be something we are not. We allow God to create something that he already is within us. Mm. Well, let's get into what Gary has to say, wrapping up his message on compassion and dangerous prayers. I choose to feel in my gut the distress of lost humanity until it moves me to action. I'm going to close with this today. It's from this place that the church becomes the hope of the world. It's from this prayer, Lord, break my heart with the things that break your heart, where ministries are born, where missionaries are called, pastors are raised up, people who serve in the church, people who serve in community. Whatever is needed to connect people to Christ, when you pray this prayer, it just says, I got it. It's deep. I love Ann Voskamp's picture. It causes me to bend and to reach down and then to reach out. And I, and I create this cruciform, the same picture of the cross of Christ that drew him. He felt it deeply for humanity that drove him to the cross. It was his response to broken humanity. To co-suffer with Jesus says things like, Lord, break my heart for those being abused through sex trafficking. Lord, break my heart for those that are in prison. The writer to Hebrews said, remember those in prison as if you were there yourself. Remember also those being mistreated as if you felt their pain. In your own bodies, he's saying, splanknitzomai, as if you felt it yourself. Lord, break my heart for the poor. Break my heart for the homeless. Paul writes in Galatians, only they asked us to remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. Jesus remembered the poor in Luke 4. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And when the church gets it, when we get this legacy, oh, it's a beautiful sight. It's a beautiful sight. Check it out. Book of Acts says it this way. And all who believed were together and had all things in common, selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. In other words, how can we meet a need? How can we serve people because it evokes a response it demands 
a response. We must plead with God for the gift of distress, for it is this distress that moves us to action, that moves us to action. Here's my prayer today. My prayer is that you would allow the Holy Spirit to begin to put a searchlight into your heart. Because here's where this plays out. This prayer, Lord, break my heart for the things that break your heart. Don't be surprised that he begins with you. He'll begin here. Right in your own heart. Before we can ever be effective out there, it's, he's got he's to do it in here, in us. Just hang on to that thought. Listen to the words of this song, Worship. Narrow as the road may Before we go back to the program today, I just want to remind you that Compassion Radio is a communications ministry, and it depends on the faithful support of you to keep bringing inspiring stories to the air each day. Our vision partners support us monthly with gifts large and small, and make it possible for us to take you to the very front lines of faith. Whether you join our vision team or make a one-time gift, thank you for believing in and standing by this ministry. We're here to bring you real good news in every situation. Just call us at one 800 868 2478 to make your gift. You can also text the word COMPASSION to 53445 to give right through your phone or visit our website CompassionRadio.com And now back to today's special program.
Well, Sandy, I think it's incredibly apropos that he would wrap up this message by just letting it spill back into the worship. Mm -hmm. And of course, the worship team there at Legacy Church is really strong. They've got great talents. And just on the musical level, they're great to listen to. Way beyond their technical skills is a rock-solid commitment to God expressing himself his way taking the worship we offer at him and transforming it Mm -hmm. into something that's bigger than just our skills and our efforts. Gary's message, of course, resonated deeply with us. We've mentioned that on every program this week because it strikes at the very heart of what we claim we wanted all along for Compassion Radio to be, Mm -hmm. which was a place and a movement of people that wanted to know the heart of God by hearing the stories of his people doing the things his way in the places he sent them. Right. This year, we've been kind of limited in travel we would normally do. You and I have not been overseas as much. Yet, we are realizing that God has a zillion great stories Mm -hmm. of people right near us. Mm -hmm. It's in a whole other plane if we never hear the story. We would have completely neglected it. Yet, God has enabled us to meet some wonderful people and hear what God's doing, especially in times of great crisis inflection points that we're facing as a nation and as a world because of all the struggles we've been going through related to economics, politics, social upheaval, and, of course, pandemic. Mm. This is a very interesting year, but we have a much more interesting God. Yeah. God uses these times to squeeze out of us what's really in there. You know, when you get squeezed... Whatever's in comes out. Whatever, Yeah, Mm. the pressure on you makes those things come out. It hasn't always been pleasant to Mm. see that within my own life, things that are coming out of me Mm. when I get squeezed. What Gary's talking about today is very much a personal level. It's not just about being generous Mm. and asking God to break your heart for others. This gets on a real personal level. Break my heart for what breaks God's heart. Well, before that can happen, my heart is going to have to be cleansed out. There's Mm. going to be some things that I have to deal with. And when we turn the spotlight inward and we begin to see the things that are in our own hearts that God wants to pull out of us, do away with, that can be a real deep surgery that we do (laughs) that happens on us. It's all good. It's a good thing to do this, but it can be very painful when we see the prejudice of our own heart, Hmm. the selfishness, the ugliness of our heart, the thoughts toward others or the thoughts toward ourselves even that we have. God needs to shine a light on those things because those things break his heart too. Well, think about David praying that prayer, you know. Mm -hmm. God, search my heart and see if there be any wicked way in me. Absolutely. If there's something that's residing in there that's bitter, that's against you, that's holding me back from seeing your victory and your blessing in my life, mm. reveal it. Yeah. Many times in our culture, we assume that if we just ask God for something, he's obligated to give it to us. Mm-hmm. We don't often start where David did and say, if there's anything in me that's keeping you from blessing, from using me, from fulfilling your purposes in my life, Flush it out, Lord. Just get it out there. Mm -hmm. I'm less ashamed of what you might find and reveal than I am of having held out Mm -hmm. and never experiencing you. He's abandoning himself to God to say, even if it slays me, I can't do anything but lay myself on the altar. Mm -hmm. And that compulsion is one of love and fear, a holy fear. That's why these prayers are dangerous. They're going to endanger not our soul and not our salvation. They're going to endanger our pride. The thing that's going to have to be killed off anyway. Mm -hmm. Before we can be effective outwardly, these things have to be done inwardly. Mm. 
we have to be able to reflect on our own spiritual depravity. Even as believers, there are those areas in our lives that we kind of squirrel away, we hide them, we think from the Holy Spirit, but they're not really hidden. And we have to sometimes unwillingly open those places up. Unwillingly? Well, sometimes. Mm. Sometimes God... In my experience, God has allowed me to go through situations that have laid me bare, and I was an unwilling participant in that, being at a place where, God, I can't do anything because of this crisis, because of this circumstance or whatever. But then at that point, I don't have a choice. A few years ago, I injured my back, and I was not able to get out of bed for over a week. And that was horrible to me. And it was not a place that I wanted to be, that I willingly went. But God began to work in my heart during that time. I wasn't unwilling for God to work or change me, but I was unwilling to be in that position. But if I had not been put in that place, I realized there were areas of my life that would not have been laid bare, that God could do His work in. And we really can't confess it to him and let him heal us until we realize what it is. And I do believe the Spirit does bring those things to us. He's gentle about it. I would say he crushes us, but he doesn't destroy us. Yeah. And that metaphor you had earlier about the squeezing, you know, when they press olives, they press them gently and they get the sweetest oil out of the olives. Then they squeeze it again and they get an admixture of flavors and other things from the pulp of the olives that tastes different. It has more complexity, Mm -hmm. but it takes more work to get it out. Then they really slam what's left over and squeeze out the cheapest oil of the bunch, the one that's not regarded as highly as the other oils. Mm -hmm. It tends to be more bitter. The pits have been crushed up now. All that's in those gets added to the, the mix of what's left over. That olive oil actually has an interesting use in Mm. cooking. It does different things, and it tastes very different. Some people don't prefer it because it tends to have more bitterness to it or other Mm -hmm. kinds of flavors that are not predictable. And yet it's still in there. Still usable. So when David's talking about, Lord, search my heart, I think what he's talking about is like the olive press. Keep squeezing. Keep pressing until the real me, the all of me, is on Mm -hmm. the table. And then you decide, God what's good and what's not, and what needs to go and what needs to stay. And you show me what's coming next. Mm -hmm. You make something of what I am and make me into the thing that you want me to be. Mm -hmm. When we are willing to go selflessly there and make it all about God and his power, what more can you say than, wow, what a great work God did. Mm -hmm. And it's not a puffing up kind of thing. It's not selfish, not proud at all. Throwing ourselves on the altar, God did a miraculous work. We're still alive. We're not a grease mark on the sidewalk, as a pastor friend of mine said over the years. We are restored to something that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. We can serve then from a heart of humility. Yeah. And our service to God is really and truly because of the love and compassion that he has placed in us when he's removed the bitterness and the hurt. And that, friends, is how we sum up this week. We're ending a week of great change and of great challenge for our nation. I want this also to be kind of a launch point for us as Compassion Radio to look forward to how we're going to be going through the challenges that God has yet for us in 2020, going to 2021, Mm -hmm. to ask Him what He wants. Can we be brave like Pastor Gary's been asking us to do? and say, God, break my heart for the things that break yours. We know this to be true in Scripture, that beyond the breaking, he has joy for us. Mm -hmm. And think about Jesus facing the cross. He was willing to humble himself and face the cross 
because of the joy set mm-hmm. before him. Right. He knew that after doing these things, something better and more beautiful was going to come out of this. Mm-hmm. He's always a suffering God because of how he pours himself out, but he's always, always a joyful, fulfilling, and wondrous God. Mm-hmm. And that's never going to stop. But we have the joy set before us too. Friends, cling to that joy today. That's my challenge to you. go out of here singing those words here am I Lord, here I am here I am, do that work in me let's sing it together
thank you for your presence here today. We thank you for what you're doing and will continue to do. And we just give you all the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's been a great day worshiping together with you, hearing from the word. Go in God's grace and There is so much to be thankful for, even in hard times. Right now, I'm very thankful for you. Your gift of time each day is a genuine treasure to us. Knowing that you're being challenged to live out your faith like never before is a wonderful encouragement to us as well. I hope you'll take time today to drop us a note through our website or by email. You can reach me directly at the following address, framfloria at CompassionRadio.com. However you reach out, know that we're in this ministry and this work for you and because of you. Remember, friends, your giving this month doesn't just support this unique media ministry. Every dime beyond our baseline budgeting is going to support the relief and rebuilding efforts in war-torn regions of Ukraine, led by wonderful Christian ministries already on the ground and doing tremendous work. I strongly encourage you to give above and beyond this month so we can make the most impact possible. Just call or write us today to help keep us on the air and in the field. Call 1-800-868-2478. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 2770, Orange, California, 92859. And jump in anytime at CompassionRadio.com. We're waiting for you, friends. Hop on board.